is chilling. Truth. That's why I just tried to murder my mother. I didn't feel that I had to face what I had done ever. He killed 33 times. I'm a king, man. I decide who does what and where they do it at. Next time you see me. Just yeah, like we have snap a snap uh, into your mat, uh, your mic, and then I'll clap. I'll clap you snap, so you don't wake the baby. Yeah, yeah, that works. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Yeah. Nice. It came up on the thing. Um, yeah, we have a special guest on this episode. My very newborn son, who's uh, strapped to my chest right now with hey, duct three tape. Days? If you can believe it. How? Uh, well, he was born on the second. The f- the fourth, he's the, uh, the he's fourth. two days old, doing his first podcast. He's really going places. Heck yeah, man! Yeah. So he's like fresh, fresh Way out the womb. Us. Yes, he is. Hating the world already. Can you believe it? He's definitely my son. <laughs> well, <laughs> luckily he hasn't uh, paid any attention to the nonsense going on. Uh, yeah, especially in uh, Washington right now, you fucking pieces of shit yeah. up there. Yeah, I don't know when Anyways. this will air, but today is the day that uh, a bunch of hillbillies uh, stormed Capitol Hill. <laughs> so Literally domestic terrorism. <laughs> and we're just <laughs> like, it's cool. Yeah. It's, no, it's fine. Well. Unbelievable. Anyway, before, yeah. I'm ashamed. That's, that's enough anyway. politics for this episode. So we're continuing Stainer. Yes, we're going to be talking about uh, Stephen's brother, Carrie. Uh, so welcome to The Chilling Truth, everyone. I'm Corey, and this is Johnny over here. And yeah, today we're going to pick up with the son Poloso murders that Stephen's brother, Carrie, uh, carried out. Uh, we're going to be something we doing something we don't normally do, which is uh, we're going to follow the way that the book tells the story. Which uh, So we're going to be telling the story as if it's unsolved. As the investigators were solving, kind of the same way we did with Zodiac uh, a while back. But at the end, you know, we're going to tell you how Carrie did everything because obviously we have the perpetrator here. So it's going to sound like the crime's unsolved. It's not. Uh, this is new. We've only ever done Zodiac like this because we don't do a lot of unsolved stuff. But uh, yeah, we're hoping you guys like it this way. So we're going to pick up. Uh, outside of Yosemite National Park at the Cedar Lodge Motel. Um, and I looked at pictures of it. Not as nice as it sounds. Hmm. Well, so after after dinner, so the last thing we talked about was basically uh, right when, uh, what's his name? Can't, like he, They found him dead, right? was the last thing we talked about last week. Yeah, the last thing we talked about was Stephen's death. So this is uh, uh, quite a while later. And the three women are Carol Sund, her daughter Julie, uh, and a family friend named Sylvina Peloso. And they were 42, 15, and 16, respectively. Okay. Yeah, so it seemed as though the the uh, three of uh, the, the tri had just vanished. You so. know that that's supposed to say trio. No. Did you look at how many pages this is? <laughs> 30 fucking pages of script. So you're telling me there's like I'm an a... endless amount of typos in this Oh, thing. there's probably, there's oh, probably. I can't wait few. to struggle through them. 
I'm so anyway, sweating, the, currently sitting in my own ball sweat. Right these now. three girls vanished. Uh, let's give a little background on Carol and her family before uh, before we dive into what caused their ultimate demise. So Carol came from a well-to-do family who made millions in real estate. Uh, Carol always seemed to have the less fortunate in mind, though. She volunteered. She donated money. She even adopted children with her husband. Uh, his name was Jen Sund. Um, they adopted multiple African-American children because Carol was made aware that the black children were less likely to be adopted. Uh, she joined the NAACP so her children could learn more about their own culture as well. Carol had another person who she considered family. Her name was Raquel Peloso, uh, an Argentinian sister, as Carol called her. They had met when Carol was in Argentina as an exchange student living with Raquel's family. Carol That's how you know to... they were very wealthy. They did uh, exchange student programs. Right. So she, Carol went down to Argentina to try to adopt there. So Julie and Raquel's daughter, Silvina, met when they were toddlers, but they would stay lifelong friends. Uh, in 1999, Silvina came and stayed at Julie's house and attended her high school. Uh, the sons, they wanted to show Sylvina as much of America as they could, and that is what ended uh, up, you know, that's how they got to Yosemite over the President's Day weekend in 1999. And uh, here, if you look on our left on our Guide of America tour, you will see uh, a bunch of fucking idiots storming the Capitol building, and we're not going to call it domestic terrorism because because their skin pigmentation is wrong. He cried as I was saying it, so I wanted he to did. finish he's my job. He's not happy about it either. No, he's upset. Uh, so honestly, after reading these books, uh, Carol seems like a fucking saint. Uh, and obviously, we can probably all agree that no one deserves to be murdered the way these women were murdered. But Carol, she's one of the good ones. She definitely did not deserve it in any way. So the three of them were eating at the Cedar Lodge Hotel's restaurant, which is also where they were staying. And the strange thing about the Cedar Lodge, uh, they were since, since it was slow season for tourists, they didn't clean each room daily. Instead, they were just putting guests in rooms further and further away from the office, and then they'd have a crew come and clean the rooms like in one you know swoop. Uh, but the Cedar Lodge was set up in a in a in a peculiar in a peculiar way they had 200 rooms set up in a half dozen buildings spreading out 27 acres room 509 the room the trio was staying in was so far from the office that if the weather were bad you would have to drive your car over to the office to check out the pool the restaurant the jacuzzi all the amenities were very far uh from room 509 and honestly this helped carrie stainer and his plot to murder these women because they were so far from, you know, there were two cars in the fucking parking lot when he came upon them. So they were far from, you know, they were isolated. Right. I mean, I've stayed at resorts and hotels that are so expansive that, you know, your bungalow or your suite may not be anywhere. But you have you have concierge like bring you to your room and to the lobby via like a golf cart. You know, there's always there's yeah. plenty of like means of you know getting around you don't have to walk across but 27 acres that's a lot of land and especially if they don't have anyone giving them valet or or taxing them around 
yeah, what they needed of... is one of those one of those hoverboards with the two wheels on it that light yeah. up, you know? Well, you know. That's what they needed. It was uh it took too long for the hoverboard to get here, so Yeah. Well, that's technology's fault. Technology could have saved these women. I uh I blame Steve Jobs for that one. I don't know. I think he. I blame Kerry Stainer, but Steve Jobs is no end. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's not... got blood on his hands. No, he's yeah. He's not getting out of this one clean. He's gotten his dick sucked by a boy at some point. Yeah, we this went that. really far left. All right, yeah, so we're moving quick in a different direction. Carol and the girls were set to go to campus. Uh, they were going to a campus tour at University of the Pacific. Uh, the next day before heading to the airport to put Sylvina on a plane to Arizona to meet up with uh, Jens to see the Grand Canyon, which is beautiful if you've never seen it. So, Oh, no, yeah, it's magnificent. So Carol and the girls never made it to the tour. They never turned up at the airport either. Jens, Carol's husband, began to worry um, and began repeatedly calling the house, but didn't get an answer, of course. He called the Cedar Lodge, and the employee told them they had left but did not come to the office to check out. Which was common, okay? I mean, I nowadays, like, most hotels make you drop your keys off. But I, I remember a time where you just kept the, you kept the key card. Like, they're just going to reprogram. Like, they have those, you know, out the ass in a storage yeah. room. So, but well, anyway, so it's very go, common. Uh, but I the always guests, go to check out because I want to see how much it costs. And then feel the regret of staying in the hotel. Well, typically these days, I don't know. When's the last time you stayed in a hotel, man? Typically you pay first. Yeah, I know. It's just for the sake of the joke, you know. Oh, that was a terrible joke. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't really when a I joke. wrote it, I thought you, it was pretty You wrote good. that? Yeah, it's right there. It's highlighted. Those are my parts. I wrote that joke. Oh, I don't even look at that shit anymore. <laughs> as soon yeah, as I know. just let me talk. <laughs> yeah, I just let you go, dude. I get the last yeah. line, and I'm like, all right, that's when I need to start paying attention again. Um, yeah. But, no, uh, so the guests would leave, uh, and then the hotel would just charge the credit card that was on file. This uh, is weird to me because – I'm just kidding. I already said my joke. Well, <laughs> lack of a joke, I guess. Whatever. Hey, man. So writing jokes is hard. Wednesday, February 17th, Jens called uh, – he called the sheriff's department in Mariposa County. Uh, a search party was then formed to try and find the woman or the women, all three of them, but nothing came up. Uh, the first clue to be found was found by a high school student who found the plastic insert to Carol's wallet on a median in Modesto, California, on February 19th. This would have been uh, a pretty good clue, but Modesto is about a two-hour drive from Yosemite. Yeah, so that's fucking. It's definitely a, a, cold yeah, again, right? Uh, you you've got to find something on the other side of that or in between where it was found and Yosemite. For, yeah. You know. But anyway, most people working the case assumed the trio had died in a car accident because of the win uh, the wintry conditions. Uh, but we is we'll it wintry or wintry? Because there's no e. I think it's wintry. Wintry. I don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. Wintry. Wintry. Wintry, I, I, wintry honestly, sounds like. I rarely say it, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't. The book said it. That's why I put it in there. I thought it was a good word. Well, so, yeah, the conditions were pretty shitty. Um, As we find out in one of our early episodes, that's how the Donner Party found out that, you know. Oh, yeah, but. Wintry. Wintry conditions. (laughs) Wintry conditions and the cannibalism. I believe the daughters were like, this is pretty wintry. 
Yeah, they were like, if I had to pick a word for this feeling to be outside. Wintry. Wintry. <laughs> wintry. Yeah. Also, my family is dead. <laughs> and I've been eating their bones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, but we will find out that that wasn't the case. They didn't die in a car accident. So once the Phoebe, no. uh, the, the FBI, I almost said Phoebe. I say acronyms all day and I just say acronyms. Phoebe? So, yeah, I was going to say Phoebe, like, like RBI baseball, I say Ribby. Kind of takes away from the uh, omnicity, omnicity of the, the FBI. FBI. So the Phoebe. Hey, the what's F- up? Yeah, I'm yeah. special so, agent with the Phoebe. So the FBI, uh, they got involved. Uh, special agent Jeffrey uh, Renick. Renick? Uh, Renick. Sorry. It's Renick? Renick. It's Renick. Renick? Like, I'm going to wring your fucking neck if you don't say it right. Ryan, uh, that doesn't help me. <laughs> it's Reinick. Reinick. It's Reinick. Okay. okay. Yes. So. God damn. Uh, it's so like he was, the fucking anyway, spontaneity, spontaneity spit, discussion. Spontaneity? Oh, my God. It's spont. Oh, I spontaneity? Spontaneity. No. What Sp- is it? Spontaneity. Spontaneity. I was close. No, you weren't. I was in the ballpark of you it. You put We're like four T's same... in that. It's not an entity or something like Spontaneity. I don't, I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. So anyway, this Jeffrey dude, he's supposed to oversee all this uh, for the FBI. The search began with the involvement of the FBI, and they had to search the park, which was over 1,100 square miles and over it's three different counties. huge. Yeah. It's so big. So they used uh, they used people on foot, uh, wearing snowshoes, helicopters. They used recon planes. They used dogs. They used boats uh, and searched by water. Um, Imagine if the Donner Party didn't just have the first thing on that list, and they had helicopters and planes and all yeah, they that. didn't they have snowshoes, did they? They were coming from Missouri, man. You ain't, you ain't got they no had snowshoes. They made they made snowshoes did they make in some? the end. I mean, they still died, but they made them. Definitely tried. Anyway, uh, so. a cool little history note. Uh, Yosemite was once the location of a thriving gold rush. So there were countless abandoned mining caves and tunnels, uh, and they had to search all of them. And Reinick said this was, quote, a particularly eerie task. I'm sure, because there's probably a bunch of dead bodies down there. Yeah, well, even after all the searching was done by the volunteers, the Mariposa County Sheriff's Department and the members of the FBI uh, found no trace of the three women and or their red Pontiac Grand Prix that they had rented for that trip. Uh, Carol's parents, Francis and Carol Carrington, uh, put up $250,000 as a reward for the safe return of their family members and an additional $50,000 uh, as a reward for anyone who could find the Grand Prix they were driving. For $250,000, I'll be your fucking daughter now. Well, yeah, considering that car's not even worth 50000 No, Well, I mean, the lives that were in the car are it. worth about 50000 They're not in the car anymore. No, Well, they were technically. Uh, and this was their own money because, like we said, they made millions in the real estate. So they were putting their money where their mouth was. Uh, and if I went missing, uh, I can't help but think my family would offer, like, coupons or something. And then I would never be found because nobody cares about coupons man these jokes are going over like a they're going over like a lead balloon i don't know man coupons to popeyes coupons to popeyes would be pretty good no they're, yeah popeyes they're like an amazon card like a gift card yeah 
like 25 bucks or something. Yeah, uh, Just yeah, take like, all those zeros like, off. Like a TGIF's gift card for like 25 oh, bucks. Man. But, That'd be nice. but but there was already like $13 used on it. Yeah, it's like they're like you can have the rest. <laughs> it's like I they ordered $25 worth of food. They're like, "All right, well your total's $15." It's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, now I got to, you know, use my credit card with my TGIF card. I searched that for that idiot for nothing. I wanted some free burgers out of this. So Back in the hotel room, the women's luggage was gone, and a pink blanket from the room was also gone. The towels were in the bathroom, uh, and they were soaking wet. Uh, they were uh, there was a spoiled pad that was in the trash, and uh, it doesn't say what kind of pad. Was this like a puppy pad or like a tampon pad? It, I didn't know. I didn't want to put sanitary napkin because it sounds gross. Well, it's not a pad. Well, it's two sanitary napkin. Tampon. It a pad. Was it, it a pad? A... Like wings? Was it like a? I don't like. They, a... don't, they didn't specify in the book. They said sanitary napkin. That sounds like a pad because it's flat. No. Right. No. Tampons like a stick. Right. Well, if they said so, what the book say? Sanitary napkin. Then it was probably like a wet wipe or something. I wouldn't say pad because it's three women. You say pad, it's probably like maxi pad with like, you know, heavy absorption. Yeah, but who just? Puts a baby wipe down there. In a trash can? No, it was a sanitary napkin. One of the girls was on her period. No, a sanitary napkin is not used for periods. A pad is. Oh, so if it said pad, then it was like it a It said sanitary. This, okay. And that's a wet wipe, dude. Fine. Unless sure. a man wrote Let's, the book. It's probably a, a man, man that wrote the book. Write. Jeffrey Ryan. And he was like, I'm not saying maxi pad. And then he wrote sanitary that's napkin. gay. Completely I don't different. think I have a vagina. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> there is a difference. Uh, well, the biggest question is, does it fucking matter? Let's just move on. Uh, you know, semantics. No, I get it. Uh, it's just, you know, a little detail like that. No, I mean, I can anyway, send you a screenshot of the page if you'd like. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All right. So, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Spontaneity. 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 So you sound like it's a four-year-old trying to say spontaneity. I said spontaneity the second time. Spontaneity? Which one is it? Spontaneity? Spont- oh, my God. No. Spontaneity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad I get to look at your face while you say it. You're thinking so Spontane- hard. I don't fucking know. That's one word I can't say, man. Does your brain hurt? Take a break. I'll read for a minute. Like really sweaty. So look, the yeah. So uh, soaking wet towels. There was a spoiled pad or a sanitary napkin in the trash. Uh, And the strangest thing that uh, (laughs) was a little uh, cut up bits of fabric that were. Why'd you uh, read that? Like you just learned how to read. (laughs) Well, it's just (laughs) little cut up bits of fabric that were. There uh, you go. They were on the floor of the room. Okay. Yes. Uh, we'll find so, out their significance later. Yeah. The locks to the room had been changed uh, the day the three women rented the room, which is odd. Why don't you want to say trio? You keep saying three women. Why don't you want to say trio? I just don't say trio. Trio? But it's in the script. Do you want me to read it? I don't care. I'm just asking if you have something against the word. I mean, you put 98% of your hard work into spelling most of trio, right? So I guess I'll read the ones that are correctly spelled. 98%. <laughs> I put a hundred percent every time. Oh, that and first trio was fucked. And it's twenty percent skill, fifty percent power of will. Well, you know the song I'm talking about? The, no. The, it's like a skateboarding. Someone knows. It's by that 
uh, the dude that was in Lincoln Park, Fort Minor. You know what I'm talking about? It's like ten oh. percent luck, twenty percent skill, something. Power of. It's not about how you stand by your car. It's about how you race your car. I don't know what you're talking about, man. That's a Ricky Bobby quote, is it? No, not dude. That you just said. No, it's fucking Fast and Furious. Oh, it's not how you stand by your car. It's how you race your car. He's all fat now. Have you seen him lately? Dude, I love Ja Rule, man. Oh, I thought it was Vin. I haven't seen that movie in a while. I thought Vin Diesel said that. Nah, Ja Rule says that when he goes to the first meet. He is a hard man to understand. He says, One of the things we knows is. <laughs> you know, is that your jaw rule impression? Menage, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. They were like, uh-uh, you didn't win. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. All pissed. Oh man. Yeah, well, luckily he had all those baggy pants on to hold all his tears. It's true. All I'm right, getting to fuck those two girls. So Carol had asked for separate keys for her and the girls, uh, but the hotel uh, said that in order to do that, the locks needed to be changed. I don't know why. Makes no sense. I've I don't never get heard it. of that. Um, Maybe they used actual keys. But it is a shitty hotel. So the handyman who changed them was uh, looked at, and it turns out the brother of said handyman was a convicted sex offender. And on top of that, That's... he had assaulted the handyman's own daughters, which were his nieces. If you didn't catch Aren't that. Aren't all handyman's criminals, though? No, absolutely not. It's ridiculous. Seems like a criminal job. Maybe like, uh, you know, like low-level sex offenders, you know, like registered. Not sex offenders, like low-level registered. SNL did a skit about it. it was like so criminals, low level, what you're like, saying. Well, like people that are registered sex offenders because, you know, they got caught peeing in public or streaking or something stupid. Well, streaking's a little different. That's anyway, it's a funny skit. You should look at it. Um, I did watch that Captain Planet thing you told me about. It's pretty funny. Dude. <laughs> he just turns everybody to fucking It's so breeze. stupid, but it's hilarious. Dude, Don Cheadle so, is hilarious. Yeah, it's so dumb. Anyway. Yeah. I'll turn you into a fucking tree. Yeah, so, he's pissed. He's so, and he's just like... He's <laughs> <laughs> like stone face. It's funny. Everyone's trees. All right, so... <laughs> yeah, everyone's a tree. So anyways, this dude is like touching his nieces inappropriately. The next suspect was a night janitor by the name of Billy Joe Strange. Okay. Hell of a name. That we'll was his name, that. Billy Joe Strange. He had to yeah. uh, he had no documented contact with the women, but he did have a history of violence toward women. That yeah, he also dated uh, another employee at the lodge whose husband died under quote mysterious circumstances, which always mm-hmm. means like murder. <laughs> Oof. That was a baby. Sorry, he cried. Uh, yeah, he, so Strange also dated uh, another employee at the lodge who has, whose husband died under, quote, mysterious circumstances. Uh, and when the police report was pulled, it turned out the husband had been stabbed multiple times in the back with scissors mysterious. and drowned in a creek. And, uh, yeah, it was ruled a suicide. <laughs> so the cop was in on I don't know, man. He's just lazy. You don't have time for that. He stabbed himself multiple times with scissors in the back and then drowned in himself. The back. <laughs> and then he just shoved his head in the river. Oh, holy hell, dude. I don't the, think you can drown yourself without like weighing your body down. I don't think your brain will let you just drown yourself. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, I know how to swim, so I don't know it's if I like could just you, swim to the bottom and just like start swallowing water without freaking out and rushing to the top. I mean, if you want to die bad enough, I guess. But it's like that thing where they say you could bite your finger off with the same strength it takes to bite a carrot, but your brain won't let you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, stupid brain. 
So Strange ultimately failed his polygraph test, and he got so angry during the questioning that he almost attacked the fucking examiner. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what a fucking crazy Exhibit A! Man. Like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. But at All the right. same time, you gotta remember, a lie detector test doesn't really detect lies. No, but not only does he fail it, but he loses his shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I mean, you'd be stressed if you were accused of murdering three people. If I didn't murder someone, murder. I would pass a polygraph. You don't know that, man. Maybe he's just an angry guy. You're docile. You know, you're just a chill dude. I guess. I could probably murder someone and pass the polygraph test. <laughs> yeah, because you'd forget about it. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. I'm like, sir, you are covered in blood. Uh, and we tested the blood. It's his blood. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know what you're talking anybody. about, dude. Where's Ashton? Where's Ashton? I'm being punked. <laughs> so... Uh. Anyway, did did you want to? Did you read that? Yeah. So you're, but nonetheless, this made him. Oh, I guess I just listen to you when you talk. That's very sweet. And I never know where you are in the script. Oh well, I'm right under that highlighted part there. Well, I get it now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but I so I appreciate you listening to me though. <clears throat> so. This made him pretty suspicious in the eyes of the FBI, of course, losing his shit, yeah, no shit. failing the polygraph test. So, uh, special agent in charge was Maddock. Uh, he thought that this guy, this was their guy and even began trying to get a search warrant for Strange's house. But Reinick, however, thought this was premature. Yeah, and Reinick was just the case agent, but SAC's higher than case agent in the FBI, so just a little, you know. Well, they checked Chain out Strange's van, uh, and they found uh, what they thought to be blood. Even though uh, the test, uh, they tested for blood in a presumptive field test. It was later determined to be rust. Um, uh, the false positive is a pretty common thing to happen with field tests due to the oxidation in the rust. I never knew that. I thought that was really blood. interesting. So with this in mind, it does make sense to say Strange was a pretty solid suspect. He had done pretty bad things in his life, and he had a violence uh, streak as well as a drinking problem. But he was ultimately not the killer, no matter how bad uh, the uh, SAC or uh, special agent Maddock uh, wanted him to Why? actually be. So, but, you know, uh, we see it in the part's... shows, we see it in the movies. You have that detective that pushes so hard on the guy that really isn't, and. Well, this but then in reality, he's just wasting a lot of taxpayer exactly. dollars and resources on not following what everyone else is saying. But anyway, um, so the next part's pretty bizarre, but we'll find out the people who made this call didn't have anything to do with the murder. They were just a group of dickhead identity thieves who were trying to take advantage of this woman's death uh, after hearing on the news that she was wealthy. And I'm sure this happens a lot more than, you know. Uh, know I'm of. thinking so, man. People are greedy as hell. So if you remember, we stated that Carol came from a wealthy family. Um, so, uh, they had apparently made millions in the real estate business. Uh, her and her husband had an account at Wells Fargo. The system showed inquiries into Carol's bank account after her murder. So naturally you would think it was the husband, but it was not. On the first occasion, uh, it was February 19th, the day the wallet insert was found. Uh, a woman called to request that a replacement debit card be sent to her. But the caller could not provide Carol's social security number during the verification process during the call. So Jesus. it was uh, disconnected ultimately. 
which was unfortunate for the FBI because they weren't able to get the address that the woman would have attempted to send the card to, which would have been a huge, always, huge lead. We always say on here, like, criminals are fucking dumb because they usually are. Uh, but to not have all the identifying information. Yeah, what do you think is going to happen when you call a bank asking for money from someone's account? They're just like, yeah, sure, dude, no problem. Got first and last name? You bet, man. Yeah, dude, your money, away. dude. These fucking idiots, dude. So Now this next guy, luckiest dude. Well, on March 18th, Jimmy Powers. Great he, he would find the burned-up Red Grand Prix the women were renting for their trip. Uh, Powers was a local carpenter who was out plinking when he saw the car. Uh, you know what that is? Plinking? I've, I have no idea what plinking is. It's like shooting clay thing, the clay pigeon things. What? Yeah, that's what the book said. Maybe that's what they call it up north, up there, the Yankees. Yeah, we just call it know. shooting skeet. Yeah, nice. They're skeet, clay, clay skeet, skeet. I don't know, clay. They're called yeah. clay pigeons, but well, John wrote a song about that. Skeet, skeet, skeet. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, all over the walls. He was shooting clay all over the walls, apparently. It was weird. Seems dangerous to do it inside. Well, it seems like a waste of $7, because that's how you you get a box of clays. It's like 90 Well, he's he's pretty wealthy. I think he can afford all that skeet, you know? There's nothing wrong with still thinking, you know. Frugally? Yeah, that's it. I got you there. Thanks, man. I got stuck. No problem. So, anyway, this fucking carpenter was plinking or shooting skeet. Um, I hate the, that it's called that. Yeah, well, the car had been driven about 100 feet off State Road 108, nestled into some trees, uh, and then clearly set on fire. Uh, he thought this may be the car the media has, had been looking for, so he took the license plate off uh, and took it with him. Uh, and went searching for a phone. He would claim the $50,000 the Carringtons had put up for any information on the car. So, And when I found that car, it was like I found the wood from the cross they killed Jesus on, and I built me a cooler grill combo with it for my Coors Light. It felt great. And uh, that's an actual quote from him. He said that. I'm kidding. He didn't say that. I made, I made that up. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. The car looks toasted, man. Like They, they torched the shit out of this car. They did. It was very burned. You see the picture right there. Yeah. So this was all the evidence they really had as far as a crime scene. After the forensic team examined it, it was determined the car had been intentionally set on fire using gas as the accelerant. Tests determined the fire burned at around 2,000 degrees. Two bodies were found in. Yeah. Two bodies were found in the trunk. The skull sizes indicated it was one adult and one child. But it was unknown at that time if the child's body was Sylvina or Julie. Some strange things were found at the site. A length of rope, a shoe, and something very important, Carol's purse, with at least one bank card still in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Which was, yeah, it was surprising because someone had called and tried to get a replacement card of hers. Uh, which indicated uh, the person who did this uh, was not the same, same one who called Wells Fargo. Because you'd think if, uh, if you were calling about one card, you'd take every card out of that purse. Yeah, you would have already taken yeah. it out of the so wallet. But the, the camera the group took along their trip was still there, too. Since the purse didn't burn, the film was able to be developed. I don't know how the fuck a purse didn't burn in that car. Well, I don't think it was in the car. Oh, it was, it was probably thrown the from the vehicle? or Yeah, maybe. Yeah. 
I don't know. Either that or they took it from her. There wasn't anything. But no cash. They didn't want the cards. Because I guess you could track where you swiped the cards, so they're not going to fuck with that. Well, this is 1999. I don't know exactly how tracking. I mean, I'm sure you could. But... I think you. Yeah, I think as long as magnetic strips and ATMs were a thing, you could track where a card card was swiped because it's going to take your bank number, the the you know the ID on whatever machine or store. So I don't know. I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt and thinking they were smart enough to leave the cards because it would be a short-lived plan. So well. They're pretty dumb. Well, anyway, the pictures, they were developed, and they showed the group in their hotel room. One showed the girls eating cake in the Cedar Lodge restaurant, and one showed Julie doing a handstand in the room. And then another one showed Sylvina and Carol in their pajamas in bed under the covers. Uh, They were all taken shortly before the trio was murdered. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, But no, it's very eerie looking at the photos. I had them in the script, but they looked, they were like... They were like angled weird, so uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very eerie looking at those, knowing they had no idea what was about to happen. Yeah, said so. It was determined by Reinick that this crime was not motivated by robbery, obviously, um, or they just took cash, whatever cash was in the first. So, and the murder of three women not being motivated by murder would then be more than likely a sexually motivated crime. So, I mean. Yeah, I guess if you're fucked up enough to kidnap three girls, you're probably going to touch one of them. I don't know. I'm generalizing fucked up people, but... I think the willingness to kill women specifically shows that you have a certain level of disdain for women, so more than likely you're willing to assault them with no conscience. Right, like negative respect, negative concern, yeah. Just a real piece of shit, you know? Well, of course. To, to yeah. kidnap one woman. I mean, <laughs> one to human being, anyone. you're a shitty dude. At yeah. all. The, uh, no amount of kidnapping should ever take place in your life. Uh, I, Unless uh, you're doing it for a prank or something funny. I don't know. Even a prank scares people, dude. Something like yeah. that, that's serious shit. Yeah, I was you're reading right. an article today, man. I don't even know how I found it. It was about, you know, the British pop star uh, Boy George. Sure. I think he was sentenced to like 15 months in prison for kidnapping or like uh, unwillfully like keeping uh, a banana boy or someone. Detainment or whatever it is. Yeah. In prison. I don't want to go through this again. Let me try to figure out the words. Yeah. Anyway, I read that today and I thought that was interesting. I never knew that about. I, I was never a Boy George fan, but yeah, he was like. Tried for basically kidnapping. Yeah, man. People are stupid out there. Real dumb. Mm. But, so two of the women, their bodies were located, but the investigators didn't know where the third body was or even if the girls were still alive or if the girl was still alive. Yeah, because at this point, they didn't know if it was Julie or Sylvina in the truck. She could have been uh, held somewhere uh, by the murderer, but on March 25th, some terrible news came. A note had been sent into the FBI that said, we had fun with this one. Uh, it also had a map drawn on it with an X. Investigators assumed this would be where they would find the body. 
Um, and it was, yeah, it was a copied piece of lined notebook paper with a map, a very shitty map, but I guess enough to go on. Yeah. But they, they did end up finding the, the yeah. body, though. So cadaver dogs were brought in from L.A. The body was found deeply uh, buried under some brush. The human searchers couldn't find it, but luckily the dogs were able to. And another thing, Carol and Sylvina's bodies were so badly burned that the ME couldn't determine the cause of death, but it was pretty obvious how Julie was killed. Her neck had been slashed so deep that she was almost decapitated. Uh, her ankles have remnants of duct tape, which indicated she had been bound for a period of time. Uh, her body was also displayed in a sexually provocative position, which furthered Reinick's belief that the crimes were sexually motivated. So, so yeah, there were a few suspects in the murder for the three women, but the people they were looking at were not capable of doing this. Uh, they were violent individuals, yes, but they had specialized in identity theft, not murder. And that's uh, what people were talking about um, earlier, the fucking... They were the ones that called to try to get the right. card information. So, but Maddock, who was the special agent in charge, uh, he believed these suspects were in cahoots with Strange because they were in prison together at some point. Reinick thought this was absurd, thinking they would plan a crime uh, like this just to rob the women. Uh, but after focusing on the wrong suspects for so long, the trail kind of went cold. So. And that uh, was until another murder happened. And we're going to pick back up next week with that and that'll be the conclusion we'll talk about the murder of joey armstrong um we'll get into how carrie was captured um what his weird fucking requests from the fbi for his confession uh all that good stuff will be coming next week um and yeah so Kind of gonna leave you guys waiting for dessert, I guess. Kind of had a lot of build up here. Yeah, it's like well, edging. You know, before we go, congratulations on the new baby, dude. Thank you. Uh, He's right here on my chest right now. Yeah, it's been nice being him. able to look at his little baby head. You know? Dude, he looks exactly like me. It's so. Weird. I, was, I thought you were gonna say he looked exactly like me. Why would he? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't cool make a lot up. of sense. I wish it did. Just see so you look at me every day. It'd just be. I awesome. look at you every day anyway. I know, but it, it would be awesome if, like, you gave birth to a, my face. I guess. I like, mean, and, and then you resented your son his entire life because he looks like me. Why would I resent him for looking like you? You're a handsome dude. Oh, thanks, man. If he came out with a beard, though, I'd be concerned. Why? Because that's not natural. Bearded baby, dude. Not a thing. It could be a thing. I guess. I'd probably make a lot of money going on, like, Dr. Phil or something. Dr. Phil. I like how Dr. Phil is the first thing and you think you're going to make a lot of money just for appearing on Dr. Phil. <laughs> they pay uh, those I, think, people? I don't even think they pay for their airfare, bro. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but, I don't know, man. I'm going to be rich. I'm going to go on Dr. Phil. <laughs> it's like, like, what? Yeah, you owe us money. <laughs> yeah, dude. They should do that every time they interview a winning team of a, like a sports franchise. They're like, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to Dr. Phil. <laughs> They're like, okay, could have went to like Barbados or something. Could have gone to Disneyland, but you know, Doctor Phil. Man. If that's what you want to do, it's your money, I guess. But anyway, yeah. Um, so that's this episode. We'll catch you guys uh, on the flippity flip. Don't uh, riot at the Capitol, please. Just 
you know, live your life without violence if you can. Yeah. Or do, and then I'll hope that you get hit with a paintball or a sandbag. I hope you get hit in the eye with a rubber bullet. Yeah. Or in the yeah. ear, and it gets lodged in there forever, and you can never wear AirPods again. Yeah, Dude, I got a buddy. I was talking to him today. He was like, I can't. He was supposed to fly to Nevada, Nevada, however the hell you say it. Uh, Spontaneity. For job. <laughs> for a job. But he's like, I, I don't be flying around right now. Like, I want to be able to, you know, get to my truck, my guns and shit. I was like, dude, you live out in the country in the middle of Texas. Like, they're, like, <laughs> I think you're okay, dude. Just travel to Nevada. You're or probably Nevada, be wherever fine, you want to go. I mean, I thought Obama took the guns. Didn't Bush take the guns, too? They've been taking guns for years, man. These guys must have a lot of guns. The Democrats been gun stealing. The new theory that I've recently been pitched to by my dad was that, uh, Democrats are buying up ammo companies and then not making ammo. So they're just <laughs> buying them. <laughs> Dude, have you tried to buy ammo lately? I, I have not. Sounds like you almost got to go. But yeah, you basically got to beat the truck to the store because there's a line of dudes that are going to buy it up that morning. No, 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 no. What you got to do is cut the truck off before he gets to the store, beat the dude up, take the truck. That's true. Yeah, or you can buy it online, old, but online, dude, it's expensive, man. Do it the old American terrorist way. Just rob them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. I'm kidding. I'm hey, probably man. already on some list. I don't know hey, what you hey, stuff like hey, that. Stand down and stand by. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, man. All right. I'm a proud boy. <laughs> proud boy. <laughs> Gotta be the uh, gayest hey, name. Did you ever. see any of the footage today? I don't want to get into the political side, but did you see the, any of the footage today? Yeah, I saw some of it. There was a guy or a kid, I don't know. There was a dude in in the crowd, but he was wearing, like, it was a jumbo-sized MAGA hat. Like, it was a big foam, mm-hmm. like, like MAGA hat. It, it made yeah. me laugh. Like, I was laughing. I was like, dude, it was pretty dope. Yeah, like, it's would, funny if it didn't have that stupid quote on it. Yeah, but it's just, like, one of those huge, like, you would wear it to, like, a football game. Like, you know. Yeah, uh, I've seen them. Oh, it's Funny. hilarious. Like like the jumbo foam cowboy hats that you can get, you know? It's hard to take somebody who's seriously about sedition when they're wearing a ridiculous hat like that. It is, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, you're not wrong. But anyway, yeah. I saw that in the crowd, and I got a good chuckle out of it, so. Well, yeah, anyway, so we'll catch you guys on the flippity flip. Later. Later. <laughs>